Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing the Delta Green role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Extreme Ophelia. It was written by Shane Ivey, and it is part of a collection called A Night at the Opera. Our handler is Lex Hurley, and this is episode six. Our recap will be given by Dan DePolis as his character, Agent Highline. So, without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Dan? <laughs> We've got ourselves into some kind of jackpot. Bagman's symptoms are getting worse. We're getting closer to information I know for sure folks are trying to hide. And this mess is spreading. I don't know how we're going to contain this. My teammates have made progress studying the infection. But the trouble is, this ain't the kind of thing that politely waits until we figure out the answer. There are some heavy hitters here, and I'm not sure that we really know how it is that they're really involved. What's been keeping me up at night is that we haven't discovered who or what is behind this, and I feel like they're slipping away from us. I want to stake out the Benthic Corporation to see if I can find out more information about a potential source for this disease. I didn't see much activity, and now some stranger's knocking on my window. <laughs> you turn and see a man short disheveled hair and small square glasses he makes eye contact with you and says open, open the door when you do your heart begins to race your eyes seem to dilate and constrict your breathing gets faster it's like a record skipping inside of your head all you can hear and think is open the door open the door over and over you try and make your own words but then that just overrides it again so you do you see a man who's wearing a ruined suit that has been out in the elements for far too long shoes that are already splitting barely shoelaces holding together a blazer that has been frayed at the shoulders cuffs he says left screen give me the tape Oh, I think I know what tape you're talking about. The tape. Could you be more clear? Uh, I'm going to write the some stuff down. Tape. tape. In, In the truck. The truck. Uh, oh, is, do I think he's referencing the tape um, that the one that had like the interviews and stuff on it? As your brain makes this connection, you start to feel your head turn and looking back towards the discarded mess in your back seat. And you can see the old 1980s tape deck that you and Agent Kios were listening to on your way back from the Berkeley pit, what feels like so long ago. Right. What are you going to do with this? Play, 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 play. It, it. All right, put it in the truck. All right, so. what do you? Yeah, we've listened to this like ten times. 
So you, the, uh, it requires being plugged in in order to work. So well, my cat is walking across my screen. It's like a 70s model truck. Yes, and you see the uh, corroded battery compartment in the back of it. And you were using the old charger cable to plug into the adapter in your truck to listen to it. At this point, you... The orders to play the tape start overriding again. You start feeling nauseous and begin to move to turn the engine on, plug the recorder in, and hit play. McCaslin walks around to the side of the truck while you stand still, your finger still over the button of the tape recorder. He says again, open, open, open this, this door. door. So at this point, this I mean, door. do I have a choice? You, you wish you did. You, you wonder how much will you can exert at this. You wonder in between repeats on this record skip in your mind. So you think you hear open the door, your hand moves. You think, can I stop this? And your hand continues to move. Wonder, do I have any control? And you open the door. McCaslin gets into the truck. He smells musty, like wet undergrowth in the woods and something else, old gym socks or something. And he says, drive, drive. as the tape plays. All right, where are we going, bud? He starts guiding you and points back the other direction. You were pointing north, he's pointing back south. Each time that he gives you an additional order, it's these record skips keep sort of crossing over each other in your brain. You're sweating at this point and your vision is getting blurry. He says, drive. drive. Sometimes other words are interspersed, but you still get their meaning. He may say, Brown, Brown turn in box tower, turn turn there. There. You notice his motor control seems to be a little less. He holds this tape recorder like it's a precious thing, and listens to it. As it ends, he fumbles with the buttons and clumsily hits the rewind and hits play again. And you hear the same interview, the same gibberish song playing as your vision continues to blur. The last thing you remember is driving out on the open road, listening to this song. What are the rest of y'all doing? I guess we're still researching. <laughs> yeah, as far as I know, we're still working on the disease thing. 
Yeah. What were we doing, uh, Agent Troy? Um, I had gone out to get another water sample, I believe, and bring it back, which oh, I right. think I already have. Yeah, and we haven't heard from uh, Highline, right? And we don't really expect to because we know he's just going to go out and... Well, I don't know. The he last... should have been back by now. Yeah. The last you had heard is he was staking out Benthic. Uh, I mean, it won't hurt to give him a quick text or call, see how he's doing. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, expect now, where is every uh, hour. where's Agent Joy? So Agent Joy came back with everyone after the fiasco at the sheriff's office um, to debrief, I think. We're going to need to take that woman and the kid out to the green box. Oh, I was wait. still staking out the office. I think I was still in my car looking yes, at after, the sheriff's office. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so, too. And I don't think we're hanging out at the coroner's office because there's the because we don't want to get contaminated. You're not even leaving your car, Kios. Right. So you were at you, you you I remember you called me back. I wouldn't get out of the car. Yeah. But I told you to try and get Agent Bagman to give up his gun. At least. Well, she did. And that happened. Did. And that happened. Okay. Um, so I'm just waiting for something to do. I'd already gone right. out to get the water. Um and I just got my call from uh from uh Gaston. I'll uh, I'll try and get a hold of Kios. I mean uh, a hold of Highliner. It rings and goes to voicemail. Highline. Pick up. Pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. Call me back. Click. I'll let it go 15 minutes before I... In the meantime, I will text uh, everyone. Update. We're not going to be throwing out the trash tonight. We're recycling instead. That, what's that mean? Like out of character or us a text? <laughs> I look at Bagman. I just throw. You get a question mark back. <laughs> what's that supposed to mean? He means that we can't get the dinghy off the ship until the ship sinks, and then we've got to put it underwater. <laughs> wink, wink. I think he means we got to get rid of the kid and the and the, and the woman. How? Uh, well, what, but how are we having this conversation? You're out in your car. Uh, text. Coded text, which is the ship is going down, and the the, the musicians are playing. We had any advances with this uh, this research that we're doing? I, we're we're waiting for like time to happen, right? Um, give me just one second. Okay, so the research that you all found from the flora samples last week, or well, last week for us. Um, the flora itself thrives within high metal and highly acidic environments, typically created by the high concentrations of metals. You treated it with a slew of antifungal uh, medications, the toughest stuff that you could find in the lab, did not seem to exert an effect 
you found that uh, when exposed to batteries and other metal contents, the flora uh, seemed to grow. Additionally, uh, you succeeded on a medicine roll pretty well. And so you discovered that if you changed the environment that the sample is in, that it seemed to shrink. You're operating under pretty short timetables. So this is more of an indication than a certainty. Um, you exposed it to, let me double check and confirm. Uh, I believe you exposed it to sodium benzoate. And, and also uh, Cool Ranch Doritos. Also that. Mm. It could be weak to Cool Ranch. I think it was bicarb soda, wasn't it? That's it. Thank you. Sodium bicarbonate. All right. So the, so the, so the layman's takeaway from all that is that sodium bicarbonate was, was reducing the thing, right? Yes. Making it in a basic environment. It likes acidic environments. So taking that away and taking away metals seem to make the bacteria shrink. If it can be called a bacteria. And if we're, if we're contacting back and forth, that would seem to indicate that if you could starve it, you could keep right. the person from eating heavy metals, that you so could we maybe could, starve it. But how do we change the environment, though? Or do we pump bagmen full of bicarbonate, sodium bicarbonate? Well, if you can push them into al alkalosis, um, that so would... What does that mean? That, that, that means to... <laughs> That means to alkalize his blood rather than acidify his yes. blood. So in, yes, bicarbonate yeah. of soda in large doses. Would. Yeah. In layman's terms, you could basically hook him up to an IV, which would take, in game terms, 2D4 days to try and make his blood less acidic and more basic to try and uh, make chelation. the fungus inhospitable. Yeah. Yeah. Chelation. And do we think that's the best bet? Is that in my medical, in my, that's my, that's what I think is the best option. That's what your medical brain is telling you. At this point. Yes. And I relay all that to Bagman and, and I will text both joy and kiosk and just say that, uh, yeah, there's no, there's no magic bullet here. It, my best guess is that maybe a week with IV and, uh, and him not eating batteries we might be able to affect this. Well, I that's, also that's a week of exposure. Yeah. So I also would like you, uh, throttle, to make a medicine check at minus twenty percent. Ooh. Oh, I guess I will need dice. <laughs> so when you say minus, you mean more difficult, right? Yes. And a fail. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. You don't remember anything critical. I mean, if we're using a secure text app or something, then also text um, update from headquarters. Instead of destroying the body, move it to the green box. What body? Oh, the body that's in here with me? Body slash, and I'll just text you uh, to the two of you, body slash bodies. Yeah. 
uh, I would suggest Agent Joy. You need to get a go put a bullet in that woman's head and and the baby too. Do you say this in a group text? Yeah, or just yeah. to Joy. Whatever our whatever our system is, we're we're all working on this together. Yeah, we'll say group text. Do you need more uh, sodium bicarbonate before I head off to dispose of the other assets? I don't uh, know how kosher I think that is, that you're just going to go kill this woman and baby. We're not going to, well, we've got to get them into the box. You think if we ask them, they'll go? You're talking about the green box, which is some shed out in the woods? Yep. And you're just going to stick them in there? We've got to get this deadly vector out of circulation. She could be going to the supermarket right now and spreading it throughout the supermarket. For all you know. Okay. No, yeah, right. Cool. Yes. Agreed. Are we going to make any provisions that this is a these are two living people? No. It's our job. I'd say I'm not going in there though. Joy, you have to do it quickly. Confirm. Be careful. That baby might be able to control you. Wouldn't be the first time a baby controls me. Whatever that means. I don't even want to touch that. <laughs> All right. So, Bagman, remember you and I have respirators on. What yeah. do you think about these two just going out there and killing this woman and baby? Like, I understand that it's infected, but am I missing something here? Because it sounds to me like that's just cold-blooded murder. It is. Um, I'm going to try to text Agent Highland again. I mean, this thing kind of controls your mind. It's not like a normal sickness where someone's going to be of sound mind. This is not like, and I know, I'm literally know from experience now, this is not normal. So, so we can't me. handle this like a normal disease. Okay, so should we have just shot you? You could have. I'm pretty sure you were about to. I didn't say, I didn't say, could we? I said, should we? See if you can cure him, though. He hasn't been infected by very much. Why don't we see if we can cure the woman and the baby? How? Why is it any different than what we're doing with Bagman? Because Bagman's barely been infected. Those two have been living with it for days and days and days. And the baby yeah. looks like a monster and is 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 giving off vibes. Besides, Bagman's important. Those two are just civilians. Yeah, and plus are, the mother, she looked like a like a, a drug addict silver surfer. We don't need that. Okay. And you're not at all curious. And we will kill Bagman if it progresses too far. And I hope that he wants us to. And and and, and say and. the most loving things. Um, and you're you're not at all curious that this disease killed the first victim in two or three days, drove the coroner, the coroner's gone just as quickly, yet this woman and baby somehow are surviving through it. That doesn't make you wonder what might be different with them. Are that you're the researcher, but our exactly. job is so I think they should. Our, our, job, our job isn't to research. bring them here. Our job isn't to research. Our job is to take care of the problem. <laughs> then what am I doing with 
Bagman. You're trying to see if we can stop it from infecting the rest of the world. So mm-hmm. I'm fine with acquisition either way, dead or alive. The risk if, with bringing the child if, alive if is, the, you know, there's going to be pure mind control. Correct. I just need orders. Besides, we could always get Delta Green to pick up Bagman if you want research to continue. They've got better facilities than you anyways. Look, you're the doctor. You make the call. Will will have to follow it. You're higher up the chain than we are. I am? Okay, then. In this matter, you are. All right, then. Uh, go get him and bring him here. And they're not going to want to come, so bring him here. Roger. We'll have to knock him out then somehow. They're not going to want to come. Chloroform. Uh, what? What? You're, this is modern, so... Surely, Doc, you've got some kind of uh, drug that you can give uh, Agent Joy to inject them with quickly. Uh, sure, I probably got some kind of... Morphine or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, I'll mix you up a cocktail and I'll bring it out. You're right outside the car. I'm really worried about Highline. He's not answering. I think I might drive out past... He was going past Benthic to stake it out. I'm going to see if I can find him and and see what's wrong. Uh, how about the surgeon kiosk? If you can help me secure the two, then we can go together. I'm not, we... I'm not touching those things. Oh, maybe just monitor to make sure I get in, and if I don't get out, you'll know what happened. All right. I'm still worried about Highline. Understood. Okay. All right, so, so somehow we get the whatever drug and... I guess Kios and I are now in front of uh, the Jacobs household, I guess. Sure. Throttle, what is, do you have chemistry or pharmacy? I just want to see how well you make this cocktail and see how strong it is. It's heavy metal mixed with laxatives. That's all it is. Uh, Chemistry? No. What was the other? Uh, Pharmacy. You would think I would have that. You should for a doctor. It may be um, something else. I can double check. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Here goes. Here we, here we go. Okay. What's your base score? Or yeah, sure. You can roll. Uh, 60 and I rolled a 50. All right. You feel pretty confident of this. Uh, is it injected? Is it like the chloroform patch? What's it going to be? It's in a syringe. Okay. So, Joy, you get a couple of clean post-mortem syringes. Okay. And now I'm heading up to the Jacobs household, um, syringe in pocket, not wearing any masks, not wearing anything as, as uh, unassuming as I can be. <clears throat> knock, knock, mm-hmm. knock. Okay. You knock on the door. It's uh, mid-afternoon at this point. There's a little bit of casual traffic around no kids playing outside or anything like that you wait the door doesn't open knock a bit uh louder uh mrs jacobs mrs jacobs hello Uh, um hi hello uh i didn't order anything uh is uh 
We're, uh, we're the folks from a few days ago with the Bureau. Um, we, we have some questions um, that, that I'd like to follow up on, if that's okay, ma'am. It's about the blood work we did for, uh, for um, your little girl. The door opens a crack with the chain um, held in between them. Is, is everything okay? Um, it, it, it's a bit sensitive about uh, jo Joanna, I believe her name is. Uh, I'd assume that the neighbors and folks don't hear, you know, how sensitive things can be, small towns and all that. Is it okay, ma'am, if I come in and we talk? Uh, okay. 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 Thank you so much. Okay. So the, the music gets still. You hear the chain rattle and drop from the door and she opens it. Um, so, oh, yeah, what, what is it? Come in, come in. Oh, thank you so much. Give me a second. She turns her back. So uh, she turns her back, and I'm imagining we're walking two or three steps past the threshold. I have a uh, syringe, right? Yes. Um, I inject syringe um, on her upper right arm and then squeeze but she's not wearing okay. uh any like thick coat or anything i believe you know like a t-shirt no nothing, she yeah yeah she's just wearing like a t-shirt and lounge pants at home yeah. the the house still it looks a little bit worse yeah. than the last time you saw it but still um she's pallid thin yeah. give me just a second i will oops i don't know there Okay. Okay. Ow, what the fuck are you doing? What the hell is this? And I think she's going to start pushing. Oh, but I've already sort of injected it, right? Yeah. And she passed a con save at minus 20. So yeah. she is still up for this round. Perfect. Then I'll be like, ma'am, 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 how are you feeling? Are you feeling better now? Okay. Um, she is going to try and shove you aggressively okay. out the door. Okay. And screaming a bit. Okay. Can I, okay. I can't like um, close the door with my foot, like that kind of thing. Or would I not have the presence of mind to? Okay. So yeah. you can certainly do that. Um, right. I would say you wouldn't even need to roll for it. She passed an essentially an unarmed attack. So okay. How would you feel if Lai quickly goes to shut the door uh, mm. and then gets sort of shoved up against it? By... He'll, be, he'll be perfectly fine with that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So. Bum, bum, bum. And then he flies out the door. <laughs> okay. It doesn't take any damage, but it mm. does just sort of slam like, you up boom. against the door yeah. again. Yeah. And she's like, what the fuck is I'm, this? God damn it. I knew I like, shouldn't have let you in. Ma'am, ma'am, it's okay. That was to make sure you, your infection doesn't hurt the baby. It, it, there, there was no good way to. I'm so sorry. You hear it's just so sorry. saying, you son of a bitch. Yeah. And the pressure keeps lessening slightly. Right. And, the and does, then slumps. And, and I keep saying, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. It's all going to be okay. Okay. It's all going to be okay. She and then, yeah. yeah. Falls down on the floor lump at your feet and the baby is crying from okay. the other room 
you're alone in a musty, dimly lit home that used right. to have a family. Okay. So what I'm going to do is first things first, open the door, take her out. Um, you know, obviously check to make sure there's no one and then move her into the sort of um, backseat of the car. Uh, Christina? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Okay. Right. Um, you can go ahead and do that. I would like you to Stealth? make me a make me a combined alertness and luck roll. It's going to come down to if people are out and if you see them and can wait. Well, you know what? They're both 50, so it's fine. Perfect. Ooh, 44. Amazing. You happen to look outside and see a Truman show. All of the cars turn left to get out of the block, and it is now empty. Okay, so I drag or or well or move the body um into the back seat and uh, so open my trunk and take out the um you know dog handling boxing that I got from Walmart earlier. Oh, with you got a kitty carrier? Batteries. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, with the triple A batteries. Perfect. And um, go back inside. Okay. Right. Is the baby still crying? Has it yeah. come down? Baby's still crying from the far room of the house. Perfect. So then I walk um, towards the far room with the, um, you know, kitty carrier in one hand and um, triple A batteries in the other. Okay. Yeah. So you walk down the hallway, the screaming gets louder. It's more from being upset to now almost panicking. It's turning into those shrieks that sort of set your teeth on edge like a dentist drill. You walk into the bedroom and see something tossing around in the crib. Blankets are flying about everywhere. Um, Joy starts humming a little lullaby, you know, um, completely off key clearly and walks okay. towards the um, moving asset. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll sand for Ooh. me. What is my, oh, okay. 55. All right, uh, I wrote 52 under 55. Okay. Um, then you see this. Okay. <laughs> And then, you know, using the blankets, uh, almost like is a uh, sort of um, foil or whatever, just wrap the baby uh, as it keeps moving, uh, shove it into the, the kitty carrier, throw a bunch of AAA batteries in there, close the thing wrap the entire kitty carrier with um a few more layers of blankets you know just to hide the noise and they just keep humming louder and louder <laughs> and then just okay. slowly gently softly walk away i would like you to roll sand one more time for doing okay. this unto what sounds looks and feels like a human infant it's, it's a lot it's fine this uh it's no longer, but it doesn't think it's fine and is screaming its lungs out. It sounds okay, well, pain. well, I did get an 88 this time. Okay. So, so yay. That's still one. You have a thought that crosses your mind as you're trying to hum and keep it calm. Just like, what the mm. fuck am mm. I doing? Mm. And as you approach the door, it is screaming 
her or her she is screaming her lungs out no no to joy it is screaming i'm going to look again to see if there's um more people now because earlier you know i was lucky this time uh, as i look out is there still you know good scene or has it gotten a bit more crowded um it looks pretty good okay but i do want you to make another luck roll at okay. minus 20 for okay. carrying a pet carrier that is screaming like a baby okay in the suburbs it's just a cat don't worry about it <laughs> Ooh, 10 wait no i got a 10 and zero okay so 10 uh okay. 10 under uh 50 it would be so, 30 yeah 10 under 30 i guess yeah all right right so yeah 30 under 50 you're right yeah yeah so okay. where are you putting the carrier uh i'm putting the carrier in the trunk and closing it oh man that's okay i I hope someone is keeping count of how many felonies um, this is going to be, but we're against five. all odds. We are okay, above great. the law. <laughs> well, we started with stealing an Amazon box sure full of shit, so. and it escalated. Yeah, Technically, it's two counts of kidnapping, because as soon as you move someone five feet against their will, it's automatically kidnapping. Wait, wait, wait. But and you're moving them to a second location. It's great. Yeah, but that's for people. These are things. We're okay. <laughs> wow, way to objectify. Yeah. All right. All right. So you get them back a, in the yeah. car. And then I make a you know gesture to Kios and his car. And then well, to my understanding, Kios drove out to check on Highline. I think he no, was no, no. waiting I in was, another car. I was driving I was going to do that, but right. he he convinced me to at least park outside and make sure that he did okay. he came out of the house. Kios, what uh, what do you think about what you just saw you can hear the kitty carrier going um through your rolled up car windows i think the key the, the joy is probably not going to make it through this scenario this uh this problem okay i thought he was going to drug the mother and the baby so that the baby won't mind control him and he's left the baby conscience conscious but Joy doesn't know that the syringe would be like baby size and human size. He's if they were the same the, size. Yeah, who cares? He, yeah. Who cares? Okay. Hey. So I'm just I'm sitting there thinking, <laughs> should I just go over and shoot the the baby? Except everybody in the neighborhood will hear. I'm going to have to follow Joy out in my car to make sure i get yeah. back to the yeah so, so i'm i'm furiously texting a highline where are you why aren't you responding <laughs> please respond if you respond then i can go make sure joy does his job um and joy as you believe this is a job well done and kios is rubbing his hands over his face and saying, thank God that went off without a hitch. Uh, I would like you to roll me a percentile dice and tell me what you get. All righty. I rolled a 25. Okay. And. All right. So like, you um, smell bacon. Uh... Throttle. Who left toast in this car? Throttle, Bagman, 
What are you all two up to uh, still in the coroner's office while this is happening? Uh, I have a question. How am I feeling right now? Because I have a theory in my head, but it depends on what you say. Um, how am I, I mean, feeling? Do I feel physically, emotionally? Right <laughs> do you feel like, kidnappy? Right. Obviously, I am not in physically. I'm not good. Mentally, I, we, we've already established that I'm not good. My question is, I'm aware of what Joy went to do. Since then, how have I been? You feel distressed. At, in particular, that you... This, this does bother you. Especially like a few minutes ago, you were really feeling just bad about it. But in regards to physically, you feel comfortable in control of your own faculties. Okay. Why, what do you think, Bagman? You had a theory? I was just thinking maybe it, maybe it um, creates some type of link. Maybe, I was just wondering if my mood changed since I realized we, you know, you know, we're going man on fire over at that house now. Um, well, we don't even know what it is, right? And like, if there is like a mastermind behind this or a host organism, I do we know what that is? No, I was just, I was just curious to see like, because that makes it very hard to uh, contain something if it knows what you're doing. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Until we hear from Highline about what might be happening at, at that uh, facility. Uh, When's the last time really you uh, Highline? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. At this point, it would be better part of a half hour going on a whole hour. I don't have, it's been longer than that. I haven't been in contact with them. I've been researching. Fair. I, I, meant, regular... I meant since you had the conversation about him. With Kios? Yes. With, uh, with Kios and Joy before they went to pick up uh, Christina. They've been, they've been gone for about an hour. Yeah. So I suspect that's what it'll take. It'll probably take an hour for them to get the woman and child back here. Uh, we're going to have to make some kind of arrangements. What else do we have? That's what I've been doing is I'm trying to figure out how we're going to contain another person and a baby in the coroner's office with whatever it is we've got here. Cause it's not really a facility. It's not a hospital facility. Not really. It's they have, this is more of the autopsy and examination room. There's exactly. office space um, that is over towards the back that that is locked. Uh, that that's Dr. Holsey's office. There's also files, storage, uh, things like that nature. Janitor's closet. Uh, Janet Reese is still working at the front desk, but it's a relatively small office space. Yeah. Is there a couch in the doctor's office? Janet, we need to get into the doctor's office. We've got more people coming here. Uh, um, oh, uh, okay. I'd, can I do that? I fuck it uh sure and she will go and unlock the office and there is a 
small wooden desk with a chair, uh, desktop computer, and a two-seat, scratchy, government-issued couch. That's not going to work. I don't think that's going to work. I'm going to text Throttle and say, Ancient Joy might be compromised. He knocked out the woman, but he's left the child undrugged. Uh, I text back, why? I don't know. That's why I say he might be compromised. Maybe the baby kept him from drugging it. Oh, right. You're right, 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 right. You're still, you still have this mind control hypothesis going on. Um, we need, we need um, facilities for them back here. I need a gurney or a bed, and I'm going to need some kind of a crib or something for the baby. I, I'm going to check on Highline. He hasn't responded. He's staking out the facility, right? Yeah, uh, Benthic. Yes. Okay. Okay. But I'm uh, following. I'm following Agent Joy back to your location. Uh, once he arrives, and I see that you guys are in charge, then I'll leave. Okay. Okay. I, okay. I will allow um, throttle if you want to make an idea roll. Is that just an ant roll? Ant roll. Yes. Oh, it's mine. It's pretty good. Yes, a success. Okay, um, y'all do still have hotel rooms reserved under your names. If you were that worried about storing and keeping someone there, and those thin wall hotel rooms that screaming baby. Tell the baby to just clean have, up once in a while. But, yeah, know. and we don't have scalpels and microscopes. Uh, I, I mean, I, I get the argument for not killing the baby, but that thing, sh that not thing, that person uh -huh. should have thing. been knocked out. Bagman thing. Yeah, that person should have been knocked out. Person. Wait, wait, are you I, talking I about the baby? If talking I about the baby or the mother? Mother oh, was oh. knocked out. Yeah, both. I, I'm not saying hurt them, but why is that baby conscious? Well, if we'll I hear you mention we'll that throttle, the, that's going to bother me. We'll sedate the baby when the baby gets here. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joy is a bit mechanical in their decisions. Um, but Bagman, how are we going to get a bed and stuff? Wait a minute, wasn't there some like Walmart or something? Yeah, there's a Walmart, there's a Costco. Wait, there's a Costco? Right. Yes, there's a Costco <laughs> in Helena. You get one of those. Like, like... y'all are assuming this is BFE and like, yeah, they have their own airport, man. Oh, they have I should things. have, oh man, I had a Costco. You get one of those, like you know, those big, uh, Shit. plastic tubs. You'll, you put um, like blankets and stuff in during the summer, one of those big ones you carry with two hands. We could get one of those and like cut holes in it. For the crib kind of thing. Okay, so okay, so you can't go because you're infected. I shouldn't go because I've been hanging out with you and I'm probably infected. Uh, so we're gonna have to text Kiosk and say, 
agent chaos, we need things from Walmart or wherever. We need an army cot. We're going to need some blankets. We're going to need some kind of crib. Well, what do you think I made out of money? Yeah, yeah. I'm not supposed to use any credit cards or anything. For Delta Green, remember? Well, you know what? You were you were real convinced that we could go murder a baby, so you can probably handle this too. Yeah, I wouldn't have had to gone to Walmart if I was murdering the baby. That remains to think of something. I think uh, I'm going to find Highline and see what's up with him. Um, you send to Agent Joy. Okay. And on that note, we see uh, two scenes. Well, actually, three scenes with cars. Keo starts driving up north to the address that you had for Benthic Company. Which and I'm takes- going to be very careful not to stop. Unless I see Agent Highline's car. Okay. Um, So you're driving out that way. That will probably take you another 45 minutes or so. Joy, you pull up to the uh, coroner's office. And as you turn off the engine, you don't hear any crying. Highline. You're having a great time with your wife. You're back at the restaurant that you had your anniversary at, splitting oysters. And the lights in the restaurant are very nice, twinkling those Edison bulbs, kind of. You look down and see your wife's smiling face, and the lights start flashing a bit. You you can't quite figure out what's going on. They're changing colors. And they keep flashing on and off in this rhythmic red, blue, red, blue. You open your eyes and see you're slumped over in your truck with the passenger side door open and familiar set of sheriff's lights are flashing into your window instead of out of them as there is a tap from another figure at your driver's side window. Hey, uh, so I would ask if you know why I pulled you over, but um, I think we got that figured out. Oh, shit. Is that you, Kelly? Turn and see Sergeant Hayes. Sergeant Hayes, um, yeah, how how are we doing this afternoon? Well, I'm more inclined to ask how you're doing, bud. Uh, you know, it's a little early to be asleep at the wheel or doing all kinds of stuff. It smells two shades shy of a meth lab in there. Uh, you want to tell me why you ran off the road? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I, honesty is the best policy. Um, I was on one of these uh, county roads looking into this case we're working on, and, uh, well... Some uh, hitchhiker-type guy uh, knocked on my door. I picked him up, and I don't remember much aside that. He uh, told me to drive. I wasn't sure if he was armed or not, and I just woke up here. He must have slipped me something. So, um, listen, it's... uh 
it's been a hell of a time, but um, I'm going to have to write you up on a DUI and bring you back in to Holden. That's we'll we'll do breathalyzer, all sorts of stuff. It's, uh, you know, great that you're a good Samaritan and that, you know, somebody else must have slipped you something. But um, we're going to have to bring you in. No, I don't think you do. Uh, you can give me a breathalyzer right now. You can give me a field sobriety test, but I'm not coming with you. See, um, I'm on duty. You're a sheriff's deputy. I'm pretty sure you know how this works. And please do not make me be more aggressive in this. I'm trying to extend a professional courtesy right now. You are 9.9% .9 of the way to a full DUI. I can't breathalyze you for meth or whatever the fuck that smell is but um sorry bud i have a question did he did he pull me over or did he just find me on the side of the road you look around in your truck and see your fuel is sitting past empty your truck is run off the side of the road off of what may be an interstate out in the middle of nowhere there's just pure blue sky up above you and wildlife around you am i still in this guy's county possibly it's it's hard to know there's not really any signs or landmarks around if you got pulled over by a sheriff's deputy either they need to get some speeding tickets or you think that you might still be in lewis and clark county sure um so I don't know if I was actually, I don't think he saw me driving. I think he just found me on the side of the road. He did. And according to him, and I won't make you roll anything with your law, it smells musty in here with that kind of shitty rank gym sock smell that is very common among meth labs and users. If you've ever been in a trailer that people have been cooking meth in, it has this rank gym sock smell. And so that's what he is thinking. Besides that, being asleep at the wheel, he's still worried that this is a DUI. Again, that's standard issue police equipment. Give me a breathalyzer here. Why do I have to do it at the office? I have been instructed to bring you in. Once so I DUI. Well, that's what started it. I found you on the side of the road during my patrol. I phoned in license plate and I son so far you still haven't proved to me that this is not a DUI except for your word. And I have been given explicit orders to bring you in. Okay, well, if you have no hard evidence. No, we got circumstantial evidence out the ass right now, and I do not need you back-talking me. Please. Listen, circumstantial evidence isn't enough to perform an arrest. Did you even go to a police academy? Probably about the same number of years as you, and you should know as well as I do that I need to bring you in under probable cause. I can't just let you go. Also, 
where the fuck are you going to go with empty, no gas in your tank? Shit, I'll walk. You can walk right back into my car. I can tase you and put you there. This is your last warning. Mm. Draw on him. So I'm trying to remember because Highline was staking out Benthic for a while and they were working on other things. Does he, was Highline around enough of their investigations and going back into like the sheriff's department to get the feeling that these guys are pretty shifty and not to be trusted or was he away during all that? I can't remember. I'm pretty sure Bagman was pissed off um, after digging too far and then just mentioned a bunch of the donations to uh, sheriff re-election campaigns. Okay. So Highline may have the impression that like these guys are in Benthic's pocket. And I think we texted that um, our attempt at messing with the sheriff didn't go well or something like <clears throat> that too, right? Yes, you would have texted that. Okay. Listen, I'll call you a tow truck. You know that we can't keep you in holding for more than 24 hours. Right now, this is all about probable cause. I can give you a breathalyzer test and take everything down. But I have been given direct orders to bring you in. Just a holding, just a holding. You're not under arrest, but you are being detained. I'm still not, I'm not buying it. This is also because your GM does not know the ins and outs of the law. (laughs) And I am just saying things. I mean, buying it or not, there's a cop in your face telling you to do something. And he is going to tase you if you don't come along. Um, (sighs) God, I just just don't really want to be detained. I just... You can draw on him. Wait till he turns his back and then do it, buddy. God, I I do not have the upper hand here, though. (laughs) I... God, this is a tough one. I I will. Okay, so you can also give me an idea roll at minus 20. All right, all right. All right, I have a 20% chance of this set. (laughs) I rolled a 36. Okay. You've got your own wits about you. Oh, also, can you roll me another D100? Sure. Because besides being arrested, you're infected. Oh, three. Okay. So there's three Amazon boxes. What's it going to be, bud? I Please don't make me do this the hard way. And if you don't shoot... My thought thought process here is that if I go in with him and I get held, that something bad is going to happen to me. 
like I'm going to be harmed. So I think um, I have a feeling something bad is going to happen to all of us. But it's, it's just a matter of time. All right, all right. Here's what I'm going to do. He's standing by my driver's side window, right? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to open the door real hard, hit him, and then shoot him in the head. Uh, C. Okay. C. All right. Give me just a second. Ooh, look, you kidnapped a baby. Look at that. Well, that's one way to go from indecision. All right. Um, Probably. I'll also, give you, enjoy. Yep. With a, now's not the time to try to split hairs. When you got a, <laughs> a child in a cat carrier, you don't really have any room to talk. It's not even screaming anymore. It's fight or flight right now that Highland's in, and he cannot fly. So he's got no gasoline. So. Okay. Um, all right. He rolled a 14 on his alertness. So I am going to give him a chance to react as you try and elbow the door in. Otherwise, he just would have been thrown off balance. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll me a... You can do unarmed, strength, whatever you're trying to shove him with. Mm -hmm. All right. So my unarmed was a success. Okay. Um, he sees you sort of getting ready to shoulder in. It's like your arm tenses up just a bit before you thrash that door in. And he ends up taking that hit and steps back mm -hmm. and has his hand on his gun right now and says, don't fucking move. Put your hands on your head. It is your turn. He like hand down here on his gun. He has his hand on his gun. Yes. Actually, I think he would have his gun drawn at that. Probably got it drawn. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying he's pointing it right at you, but he definitely has it out of the holster. All right. And is my door wide open now? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, he's already drawn on me and <clears throat> gosh, cover. So is there a chance? So I'm just trying to decide between wrestling him because I could just get out of the truck and just grab onto him. What do I think my the chance? Door, so the door shoved him back a good bit. Uh, he has actually rolled pretty well. Um, so he saw that you were about to shove it, sort of went with that hit, and I would say that he's a little bit out of arm's reach at this point. But bit. you could try and lunge at him from the door. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tackle him. Okay. Um, you can go ahead and roll that. He is not going to be able to defend, but he is going to shoot this whole time. He is saying, don't, don't, don't. And you lunge. All right. That's a, just a regular, well, a success. Okay. The shot goes wide and you hear your back glass shatter as you tackle him. Get a new rear window. You're both on the ground right now. <laughs> He's saying, Don't you fucking do it? God damn it. All right. Um, I'm just gonna. 
Well, I'm going to try to get his gun away from him so he can't get another shot off. And okay. then keep wrapping. Um, I want you to roll me either a brawl or an athletics. This is essentially going to be like a combat maneuver. All right. Let's see. Like unarmed? Sure. Whatever stat you've got better. All right. 36 under 60. Okay. You get the gun away from him. All right. Then um, I'm just going to keep beating the piss out of him then. Okay. Um, roll me an alertness real quick. Yeah. Okay. Um, his hand is going behind his belt or not behind his belt, but on his other side. Okay. <sighs> okay. All right. Um, I'm committed now. I'm. It's me or him at this point. So I'm going for my sidearm. Okay. Um, you feel a sharp pain in your ankle. And I need to look up the rules for stuns in Delta Green, but I'm pretty sure I need you to make a uh, constitution check right now as he pulled his taser and is hitting your ankle with it right now. All right. I rolled a 34 out of 70. Okay. Um, let me double check. And if anyone knows this better, let me know. I didn't expect to do this. Let's see. Stun, it's the target stun, page 55. Okay. Okay. Stun attack, startle and impair. While stunned, your agent can't act. When it's your agent's turn, you may attempt a con times five to recover and act normally. Um, so by that, I'm taking it to mean if a stun gun hits, they are stunned for their current turn. And then you can do a con times five, which you just did, uh, to regain that. So I am going to say he has hit your ankle with a stun gun and is going to try and throw you back off of him. And is reaching for his, is trying to get his gun back and is scrambling in the dirt with you. You have already passed your con save, and so you're sort of back into a wrestling for the gun or whatever have you. Mm -hmm. So is it my turn now? Yes, it's, yeah, it's now your move. He's trying to go back for his gun and get it off you. Well... I, so I, the reason I said I drew for my gun was because I thought that I had like brushed his like away, like in the road. Oh, I thought that you had yours in your hand, or I thought that you had taken his out of his hand and we're going to try and shoot him with his own gun. Um, I mean, so he's, way, if, I thought he had both guns. His, so, so you I, can, yeah. So I was thinking that I was getting rid of his because I already have one, but. Okay. I think either way, because either way, I currently have a gun and he doesn't. 
Well, yeah. And so either way, he is uh, he has stunned you just from your ankle and has sort of pushed you over and is going for a gun. If you've kicked his away, that's fine. He's mostly just trying to prevent you from having a gun. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it is your move. All right. Well, I'm going to shoot. Um, I will want you to roll me an athletics contest as he sort of has his hands sort of roughly on your arm. All right. Athletics only or. This is kind of brute strength at this point. If you want to do fighting or something like that, you can. Okay. Cause I don't have any in athletics, but I have other things that are close. Okay. All right. Okay, let's see. So would you say this would be more strength or unarmed combat? I would say uh, I've been using skills for all of this. So I've been using athletics or you could use unarmed combat. Okay, then that's a success. Okay, Uh, what did you roll? Uh, I rolled a 59 under 60. All right. Uh, with, <laughs> he rolled a 50 at 50, but with Delta Green, Price is Right rules, um, you technically win. So at this point, he is saying, what the fuck are you doing? And you are beating him in this arm wrestle for the death. You want to yeah. shoot? Yeah, I'm going to shoot. And I'm okay. going to answer him and I'm going to say, not dying. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Uh, you can roll a handgun at uh, plus 20 for being right next to him. All right. All right. 47 under 80 then. Uh, okay. He really can't dodge because he is locked in combat with you. Go ahead and roll a D10. All right. Six. Okay. Uh see so he is still up you shoot him right in the flank in the side um at this point he is what the fuck is he gonna do um he's gonna try and wrestle the gun back out from behind you again okay if you want to uh defend or try and Fight back against it, you can. It's your turn. Okay. What does fight back entail? Like, like, well, so in this case, it's Delta Green rules are a little different than Call of Cthulhu with this. Is basically he rolled for what is a melee attack action. Um, if you want to defend or some such, your kind of your role will count for melee scuffles and whatnot. Um, I'm bending the rules a little bit because typically if you're shooting a gun, you don't get much melee uh, protection from it. So like someone could come and tackle you or punch you and yeah, you spent your turn aiming. Uh, in this case, y'all are scuffling right next to each other. So he is, he has his hand on your hand and uh, is trying to wrestle the gun out from your grip. So I'm going to try to give him one of these and get some space between me and him. Okay. You can give me an unarmed combat roll. All right. That's a fail. Okay. He has gotten the gun wrestled out from your hand. 
and he is going to take aim and try and shoot you in the kneecap. That wound in his side is making him waver a bit, and you can feel the air change and dust shoot up from behind you as he misses the shot. Motherfucker. All right. Back into the fray, I guess. Okay. Um, So y'all are sort of clashing back together again. What are you doing? I'm trying to get the gun back and finish this so I can live. (laughs) Okay. Um, You can give me, like, I think that would still be athletics again. That's what I've been rolling for him whenever you're just doing tussles. Okay. Uh, nope. Okay. Um, let's see. All right. Well, you're doing this. He's going to. How did you come at him at this? I'm imagining y'all are about like maybe two or three feet apart right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm imagining this being more like like a football tackle. Okay. Um, so at this point, I would say he has sidestepped you. Um, you didn't crit fail, so you're not on the ground or anything like that. Um, he is going to. Okay. Um, he has stuck the taser in your back at this point. Um, I would like you to roll me another. Uh, let's see. Is it just a regular con? Yeah. Give me another con times five. All right. Um, that was a fail. Okay. Um, at this point, you've been hit with the stun gun. You're still sort of phased. This one got a lot closer to your spine, and it's tougher to move past it. And you feel something cold on your wrists. Son of a bitch. All right. Uh, throttle, Bagman, you get a text from Agent Joy. I'm outside. All right. Uh, a bag man, you stay here. Um, I have to go by the reception desk, right, Janet's right there? Yeah, that's just through the front door. All right. I'll go outside. Joy? Okay, as soon as I see him, I wave goodbye. <laughs> and I go after. I like so I'll text woman is in the back seat. Asset is in the trunk. You text me? I'm standing outside your car. Yeah, but I don't know if I should open the window and stuff like that yet. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you see him just rapidly texting. Um, I tap on the window. He just goes, Psh, and then, you know, scrolls <laughs> the uh, window down. Fine, whatever. <clears throat> woman is in the back. Assets in the trunk. Asset has baby? not been subdued. Assets in the trunk. You put the baby in the trunk? You're a cold motherfucker. It was being loud. Uh, is the receptionist cleared? You don't want to be dragging the two of them in with that. Um, pop the trunk. And I head to the back of the car. All right. It'll be loud. 
and he pops the trunk. Pop the trunk. It's quiet. You see a kitty carrier with blankets draped over it. And now, when you say a kitty carrier, are you meaning a cat carrier? Yes. Kitty carrier. Yeah, a cat carrier. I'm imagining one of those hard plastic things with the metal grates in front of it. Yeah. I gave it some batteries. It's fine. Smothered it with blankets. All right. I take the case out, whatever, and I bring the case inside and I put the case in the coroner's office. I don't really say anything to Janet. I'm just brisk. Okay. Um, Go ahead and roll me luck. So just 50 chance. Just watching outside. Uh, No, I got higher than that. Okay. Um, You start hearing some stirring uh, as you sort of pick it up and are moving it rather briskly as you walk in towards the door. Um, As you are walking down the hallway, you start hearing "Ah, ah," and it starts uh, crying again. But you have gone back into the coroner's office. All right, I set the I set the the carrier down on top of the. Then there's a counter or something, and I put it on top of the sure. counter, and I just leave it there for right now because I've got to get the girl. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, bag man, you. I think you're going to have to help me with this. What are you chained to something? Did I chain you? Yeah, you chained me to the radiator or something, man, dude. How, I for, must have forgot that. I handcuffed you to the radiator? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not cool. All right. No, I asked you to do it. <laughs> oh. I need your help, Bagman. Are you cool? For now, yeah. Just unlock me. Let's, we, let's do what we got to do. And I do. And then we're going to go out, and I think we're going we're gonna to have to carry the woman in, and I don't think there's any way that Janet is not going to see this. So uh, Janet's part of the club, I think. We could as you oh go ahead it is a coroner's office she's I didn't probably mean seen people bring in, no she's probably seen dead bodies being brought in before yeah but probably not in a fireman's carry <laughs> <laughs> all right come on bagman come with me and we're just going to bring the body in all right so yeah i'll go with him um I'll grab the legs and just jerk her out so he can grab the, the top. Shoulders. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and, and then when Janet, who is going to stand up, right, when we bring her in, we just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, we say, this is this is Fred Jacobs' wife, and I think we have another body here. But, but uh, we don't want to have a panic, so hold off before you call anybody, Janet. I want you to go ahead and give me a persuade. At this point, she's sort of standing up from the desk and like, um, what the fuck was that? What, what does he do? Why is she bringing a person in here right now? We don't. Uh... That's a fail. Oh, I'm going to get to improve that skill. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she's like, no, 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 no. Like, she is not dead. What the fuck is this? What is going on? What is happening Janet, right now? Janet. I need slap you to take, yes. you to take, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not going to slap her. I need, I need you to take a breath. We, okay, I took a breath. What the fuck are you doing? Uh, we're, doing our, we're doing what we, we came here to do. She's not dead. We need you to calm down. Are, 
What are you going okay. to do to me if I don't? You have to put her on the table. Put her on the table. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll put her on the table. Okay, well, and then I immediately go over to my bag of goodies and I mix up a sedative while Bagman is talking to Janet. You lay her on the table and she's sort of half following, but hunched up and with her palms out. Um, and she's going, why is that cat carrier crying like a baby? What is happening here right now? What are you doing? Are you even a doctor? Janet, what is this? Janet, Janet, you're interfering with government business right now, Janet. And you have every right to do so. But I don't think you thought it through. We haven't hurt anyone. We're doing this for, for a reason. The reason and right now, the need to know does not involve what's in that carrier or why we're bringing her in. All you need to know is we're not monsters. They are alive and we are trying to help. This does not look good at all. I recognize that. But you have trusted us up until this point. There is a reason why we want to keep them here. But we, I have to ask you not to interfere. I promise no one's going to be hurt but I need you to trust me. Okay. Um, and then I walk up behind her and jab a side of it. Oh God. Well, hang on a what's second. The, what was the point? <laughs> so you used, you used the big FBI voice on that. So you can roll persuade at a plus 20 is okay. that was pretty damn convincing. It's going to be a case on if she's going to try and bolt. Oh God. All right. That is a 85 on the die. He said a plus 20? A plus 20. Okay, so where's my persuade normally? Uh, still not going to do it, even with the plus 20. <laughs> I was going to say, if it's anywhere near mine, it's in the dumper. <laughs> um, uh, I tried. So she is going to say, okay, okay, I get it. It's fine. Okay. And is going to immediately try and dash out the door. Throttle, if you want to try and hit her with the sedative, I would like you to go ahead and roll an unarmed combat or melee weapons or something to tag her before she jackrabbits out. Yeah, well, don't, right, don't, don't worry, quick, guys. Quick question. I, I'm um, still outside the door, too. Yes, she doesn't on know her, that. On her desk, does she have a stapler? Yeah. I would like course. to throw the stapler at the back of her head. Okay. Well, we wait, can wait, we can resolve that can first. Stop. Okay. Let's see if you can just drug her first. Okay. <laughs> and then assault and battery. No, I succeed. Thirty three is under forty. I've, I've I'm in between her okay. and the exit, and I sedate her. Yeah. So she tries to jackrabbit out the door and throttle you made a few spares of your little sedative cocktail and just immediately tag her in the shoulder as she runs. And you hear this clack, 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 uh, as there's just a spill in the hallway before she gets out to the front door. Yes, that's exactly right. All right. Problem solved. Now, uh, we drag her into the coroner's office, which is not a very big room. Yeah, so Joy uh, Texas, okay. you guys, do you need anything while I'm out here? Yeah, we need army cots. I'm just going to go out and talk to you. Okay, Joy, this has quickly gotten out of hand. Um, 
I'm going to need, I, I've got probably got enough IV bags and things here. I can start drawing samples on the baby and the woman. We've got Janet now and she's, she's seen everything. So we can't let her go. So we have to Understood. figure out what we'll liquidate her. Yeah, I know that's your first move. Um, so we're going to need army, some kind of camping cots because we need pe pe places for people to lay down um blankets that sort of thing anything you think would help in this situation otherwise we're going to dump janet on the on the couch in the doctor's office and we're going to start doing tests on the baby and child i have no worries doctor i will apply my best judgments i think that's what he's worried about no i'm giving up hope <laughs> that's why i'm joy not hope that's another member all right, and then I turn and um, go to Costco to use my 2% uh, back executive membership. Thank you, Costco. You're not a sponsor, but you can be. <laughs> Dear Costco, thank you. Um, Kios, as you are driving up to uh, check on uh, Highline, uh, the last that you have heard, he was back at staking out the Benthic company. Um Go ahead and make me a luck roll. 78. No okay. Luck. Well, that depends. Um, as you are driving out, there are police sirens that are going east as you are driving up north. Okay. As you continue driving up north through this windy mountainous road, you pass several um, vans, sedans, and other vehicles that are all going south. Actually, let's just say it would be about three um, vans, those little Ford Transits, as you are going south, or as you are going north, they are going south. Okay, but nothing that looks like uh, Agent Highline's van. No, he's not in a van. He's in. He's a, in a truck. A truck, yeah. right? Yeah. So I just probably ignore them. Do they have any writing on them? Are they Benthic? No. Okay, so no, I. They are. Yeah, they're just black vans. And are we at a point where I'm close enough to Benthic where I think they're coming from Benthic, or they're just on the road? You just notice that they pass on the road as okay. you're driving up to Benthic. You haven't been there, but you're sort of, you're, yeah, you're just going up this mountain it could be path. Anything. Right. Right. Okay. I, if, if, if at some point I realize they could have only come from Benthic, then I'll, I'll realize, but I don't realize that yet. Sure. Well, let's say with that failed luck roll that you, you do get up to Benthic and it says that you have arrived at your destination. Highline is not there. And it and there's no car parked on the side. Yeah. Of the, and the also side. it would make sense because you were there whenever the uh interrogation with the sheriff got bungled, that it does seem like those vans may have come from Benthic. Hmm. Highline's not here. All right, I'm just going to turn around. And I'm going to go down. He obviously didn't come down the road that I came up. So as soon as I can get to a point where maybe there's another major turn, 
I'm going to have to pick a choice, right or left, and drive that direction for a while. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he didn't, he didn't come up this ranks, so he must have come back down and gone some other way. Which way do you pick, right or left? We'll say right. I tend to be a righty, but I'm I'm hoping that if this is like on a hill, uh-huh. I'm going. What I'm going to do is I'm going to looking at my map uh, or my GPS. I'm going to see if I can follow around a road that winds all the way around the bottom of the hill to see if he parked somewhere else along there. Okay, so if you are going. Um southbound down this road um turning right you could see outlines of helena the airport other city fixtures would be over towards the right if you wanted to take the turn that is going like around the mountain area that will be turning left that would be like going out towards the open environment well it says that i'm going to head towards helena so I'm thinking maybe he just went back a different route. Okay. All right. Um, so I'll try that, texting him again, though. Okay. But with that in mind, you oh. are heading back in towards Helena, still looking for um, for Highline's truck. Right. Okay. It seems like going that direction makes more sense than going off in some wild direction. Okay. Which, okay. I think that's perfectly reasonable. Yeah. Why would someone drive out in the middle of nowhere? Yeah. Uh, and so, Highline, on this, you feel something cold on your right wrist. I want you to go ahead and roll con again. Success. Okay. You can start to move and can feel, uh, can feel Hayes is, uh, he has one hand on your left wrist and is dragging it towards the middle of your back. Um, you know this enough. You're being handcuffed. Okay. Mm. I don't know if I'm going to get out of this one. Um, Both my hands are not cuffed. Right. Your right hand is cuffed. He's bringing your left hand over to finish it. I'm breaking it into two separate turns, basically, um, just because I didn't want to be an ass because I stunned you twice. Okay. Well, at this point, so it's going through Highline's head is that and I don't know if this was just, again, like you said before, like familiarity with the police protocol, but like what I got out of that interaction because it was very suspicious to me, Highline thinks that if he gets brought into Helena, they're just going to sh- like shoot him. So, so he's either die here or die in Helena. So I'm going to try to give him a roll over the shoulder and flip him over onto the ground. Okay. Um, you can go ahead and roll me athletics or unarmed again. 
All right, I got a 13 under 60, so unarmed. Okay. Uh, All right. And he got a 40. So you try and thrash to roll him over as you regain again, and he just plants his knee down back on top of you and then cuffs you. You might as well shoot me here, you crooked son of a bitch. That's what you're going to do in hell. What the fuck are you talking about? You goddamn messed up junkie. Fuck me. You goddamn bastard. You're in Benthic's pocket. You're just trying to clean us out. All right. Yeah, that's great. Just keep on hallucinating. Fucker. Uh, yeah, we got an officer injured over here off of I-12. Um, back up and medical attention. Shut the fuck up. Now, I'm going to need backup and medical attention right now. Uh, stand by. And radio police code that I don't know what that means comes in. Yes, he has got one hand that's on his side trying to keep the bleeding down and has called in for backup and uh, medical attention. You prick son of a bitch. There ain't a man in your family. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? God damn it. I thought you were one of the good ones. And you try and shoot my ass? Well, you did shoot my ass. You didn't fucking try. Which my name was a little better, prick. What the fuck are y'all here for? You just goddamn government spooks, then coming in, kill anybody? You have Gets to in your way? Pretty much. You got a corporation around here creating fucking poison, shit, disease, whatever. Propping the goddamn department up. What the fuck are you with Greenpeace or some shit? There's corporations everywhere. Goddamn Walmart, Exxon. This is Montana. You said you're from here. Natural gas are our biggest exports. It suddenly you want to worry about global warming? Fuck you. Why do you got to shoot a goddamn sheriff's officer just because you're scared about the environment? You got fucking bacteria-ridden goddamn zombies running around your town, you freaking lousy dick. Shit, I should have breathalyzed you when I had the chance. Goddamn meth hallucination. And what was that you said earlier? Oh. Benthic? Don't, don't play fucking dumb with me. Now, this is the first time that I ain't playing. Um, sure, they, uh, they're around. Folks work there. I don't know why you want to shoot me because of that. You're, you're honest to God telling me you're not in on this. I'm in on not getting shot any more than once in my life. And so far, I've fucked that up. No, I don't know what the hell you're on about, you goddamn tweaker. Well, you need to have a talk with your goddamn sheriff. He knows a hell of a lot more than you do. Oh, don't worry. We'll both be having a good old talk with the sheriff. Well, and on that really note. What's going on here? All right. And on that note, let's return back to the coroner's office. All right. Where are we? Well, so far, you have two unconscious women and a screaming infant. Uh, Well, the screaming infant is in a cat carrier on a morgue exam table. Asset, then, asset. So those are agent words. Um, 
And then you have two unconscious women, possibly on the floor, possibly stacked on top of each other uh, on a scratchy two seater couch. Uh, you all can tell me. So the, we, I, I take the baby out, of course, and uh, and look at the baby. How's the baby look? Um, you've already lost sand to her, so she was never going to be much of a looker, but she... It, it's a mutant baby, right? Yeah, despite being a mutant baby, it's still a baby. Do I see the baby now? Oh, yeah, go ahead and uh, roll me sand real quick. I forget <clears throat> That is a 42. That is a pass. Okay. Um, you see, uh, so you're going to lose one sand. Okay. And also, Joy, I don't remember if I told you to lose one sand. Um, that, yes, you see a mutant baby. That mm -hmm. is actually unsettling. Um, but despite that, it's more unsettling that it's, I mean, I would assume you have family members with children, possibly nieces or nephews. And she's screaming just like any of them. It, she's panicking. Yeah, yeah. And then, so, right, right, right. And um, so I slowly want to try to bring mom around too. And Bagman, okay. they're going to want to, they're going to want to split. So we're going to have to prevent that. And they might be hungry. Okay, give me back my gun. Here you go. Gun. You're gunned up. I do not have a gun. I'm a doctor. I All have right. syringes. So... What I'm going to do is, so, I, yeah, um, I'm going to try to make the baby as comfortable as possible. Like, we're re Bagman and I are wearing respirators. Uh, I'm going to try to, like, soothe the baby, right? I will cradle the baby. I'm compassionate, even though it's a mutant baby. And, the, and I'm trying to wake the mother up. And I don't know what to do with Janet. I'll say you're Janet's stop. the one that I'm worried about. I'll say stop. You're doing it wrong. And I'll take the baby from throttle. Like, like, part of me wants to yeet this out the window, but the uh, another big part of me does wants to like make sure it's okay. Of course, no, of course, of course, yes. the The big part of you that makes it, it wants to make it okay is the big part of humanity that Joy does not have. And then she I'm just going to draw blood. I'm going to draw blood from the sleeping woman. I'm going to just start doing tests to see like if there's to see how much more advanced she is in the disease. And, uh, and if there's anything else that might make her different. So uh, throttle, you would also know that you could send in uh, for DNA testing. If you think that there may be something special about Christina Jacobs um, that would mechanically take 1d6 days if you would want to go ahead and draw those blood samples and send that out um i'll let you go ahead and roll that I, well i mean i mean i don't think we're going to be here for one six days and i don't know who i would send it to like what do i put it in the mail 
I mean, I don't have any, like, I'm kind of out on the range here. Mm-hmm. What? I can't believe you don't want to go ahead and post up, at least get a vacation home or something. Your job isn't done. Far from it. I mean, we can mess with a lot of uh, organizations, but the U.S. Post Office is never one of them. Okay. Um, so, Throttle, you are taking, uh, let's say you go. You have strapped down both Janet and Christina Jacobs uh, to some of the uh, autopsy exam tables. Okay. I will let you decide if they're right next to each other or on if you're sure. just kind of if you want to chain her to the radiator, just like Batman. Um, no, 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 no. If I if there are tape, if there are enough tables to put two people on them, I will. Okay. Uh, so you've got them both on the tables and you are drawing blood samples. Uh, and I'll from, draw from Janet too. What the hell? Sure. She's right there. Yeah. You can go ahead and draw those. Um, Joy, what are you doing? Uh, Costco shopping, sir. Okay. And then Kios is out driving. Um, Throttle, what is your alertness at? 40. Okay. Um, so you can go ahead and draw the samples. Do you want to just look at them under the microscope again? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So it doesn't take much sort of, well, it doesn't take much poking around whenever you put the, the smear on the slide. Christina Jacobs' blood is it's almost purple whenever you draw it, which actually isn't that uncommon for deoxygenated blood. Uh, if you were to get it from a vein and not an artery. Uh, but this is because it is saturated with this bluish flora that is floating around um, all amidst the blood cells. Uh, go ahead and roll me a medicine. Is there evidence of um, heavy metal poisoning to her physical evidence of the body? And don't we Based really have on... samples of her? Ooh, I got an 06. Yes. I know that's not a big deal in Delta Green, but. Unfortunate, but still it's good. Um, and yes, you do have blood samples from uh, Christina, although I don't know if we've really looked at those. I think that we took them, but that was more of an excuse to get in. Um, but so Christina Jacobs blood has it has this purplish color because of this flora that is swarming around in it. You also notice because of your medical training, there are bound to be deformed blood cells like there's bound to be some sickly ones, a little bit of bacteria. You'll also find phagocytes, white blood cells uh, floating around in there. That's all normal. This, no, it's not. It's perfect. You find that all of her blood cells are perfectly round. And you see some white blood cells, but they're not floating around and active. And the sample is also clean. It's like someone would have just drawn a, a perfect sample of blood for a study animation. This is Christina, the mother? Yes. So let me, wait, let me understand this again. There is blue fauna. Flora, yes. Flora. There is blue flora, but but other than that, the blood is perfect. Unnaturally so. Go ahead and roll me sand. Uh, 
20. So that's a success. Okay. So uh, don't lose any, but yes, it is. You didn't really notice it before, but since you've been looking at all of the blood slides from your other uh, companions, Christina's blood samples looks uncanny, like because they're so perfectly round and healthy. Looking at Christina, she seems almost like grayish, sickly, thin. She has a little bit of kind of like eye drooping and stuff but around here. But those aren't symptoms of heavy metal poisoning. If you were to guess, yeah, that would look like someone that had been heavy metal poisoned, but like not not at the level of morbidity of Fred Jacobs. Well, uh, Bagman, this is weird. Uh, and I tell Bagman all that. It's almost like it's almost like it's almost like the uh, the flora is changing her blood or bonding with her or purifying her or uh, changing her. There is no response. Why did his mic die like mine? Um, I, I checked the I, what? How's the baby sample? You turn around and are standing in the room by yourself. What, there's no bag man? <laughs> and on that note, I will say we can break that here and come back next week. Perfect. Yikes. I think you let her leave the kitty carrier. <laughs> Our players included Matt Ryan, Dan DePolis, Billy Chung, uh, Joseph Clay and myself with Lex Hurley as the handler. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you would like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Delta Green role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Bye.